And so, we are here again. We gotta fill our cups with a little intention today. Yes, we do. Sounds like a plan. Uh-huh. Sounds like a plan, man. Alright, so I'm gonna pour it up real quick. They're probably like, man, dude, like, how come they didn't hit us with the greeting this time? Man, at this point, y'all, if y'all been listening to us, y'all know who we are. Y'all recognize our voices. And y'all like, man, these these my people. We tune in every... Damn, I got to get an actual uh, reoccurring schedule when I, when I release these. But you guys tune in every week just to listen to a different podcast. So we've been on it. And uh, what's up? What's up? What's up with everybody, man? What's going on? Cool, man. Another day in the life, man. Glad to be here. Uh, yeah. Glad that, to be here. Honestly, super productive this week, getting a lot of things on track. And I mean, obviously, things were on track before, but now it's like exponential boom 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 back-to-back events and stuff so yeah word glad to be here and uh recording with you guys i'm living the dream that's cold for i wish i was dead <laughs> <laughs> when i see people say that and they used to be working hard too i'm like hey man what's been up living the dream and you're just like damn i feel the pain and agony that came with that they got that smile with the tear coming yeah off. exactly like you ain't living a dream right yeah. um, sounds, sounds good it sounds good oh it sounds good it sounds like sounds a box like sounds nightmare. like it'd be sarcastic yeah living the, living the dream living the dream it's like, the milk man <laughs> oh, so uh no i'm not living a dream i'm never living a dream i'm living my reality but hey um just uh i'm a little what it's july 17th and so i got a little over a month until the little one is due so it's pretty exciting like getting prepared for all of this stuff but it's certainly a lot of stress that comes with it i i, I live a uh not a no you live a, you live a rock star lifestyle bro <laughs> no far from a rock star a monk uh a rock star sh- Lately, that the monk and the waters have been pretty uh, rough, just because of the uh, the preparation and whatnot. But it's just like, oh man, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work that goes into preparation of a child. Most importantly, I know when a child comes, it's gonna be even more. But I'm looking forward to being uh, taking on this new task at hand, being a father. It's like I was on a video game, and then uh, it's like somebody just gave me a new task. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the task is gonna be with me till I leave. And my kid is bestowed uh his life without, you know, post father. But um I'm looking forward to it. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Uh I know I saw he's like, damn, he's gonna sound he about to be a he about to be a damn sound too excited. <laughs> I know, right? But I'm really excited, honestly. I can't wait to be a father. But anyways, like, uh, and I'll tie that into our topic of today because we're going to talk about the power of 10,000. And um, did y'all drink some tea yet? Not yet. Not oh, yet. shoot. Yet. So I'm going to do this quote, I mean, this uh, this toast today. And we're going to talk about manifesting the power of 10,000. What does that mean? And so the power of 10,000 is, uh, is a common saying, uh, noble saying, I would say, that's found among the Tao um, people call it, you know, Tao, Taoism or whatnot, and other like um, cultural um, dialogue and whatnot. But anyways, Bruce Lee talked about, he, you know, he does not fear a man that uh, practices over 10,000 kicks, but a man that practices a kick 10,000 times. And so you look at that and you like, oh, how can I apply that to my life? 
And you think about brushing your teeth. You probably brush your teeth over 10,000 times at this point. If you're like 21 and up, you I, I would assume that you brush your teeth over 10,000 times at this point. Because um, otherwise, you know, you will have dick butter flowing out your mouth. And you don't want that. So that's pretty disgusting. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you start to become this, this, this it's like a ritual, 10,000 things. And you just don't think about it. It just kind of like unfolds and unravels for you. Sort of like Ultra Instinct Goku. Where you have to think about things, you just let it flow. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. The power of 10,000. How you can uh, insert that into your life. And most importantly, uh, actionize that that concept. So yeah. Talk to us, man. The power of 10,000. How does that speak to you guys? What do you guys think? The power of 10,000, man. Uh... <clears throat> I can't really say, I, I guess I get it. They say like, uh, you know, in order to master something, they say you have to have studied something for over 10,000 hours or put in 10,000 hours of work. Um, I, I can't really say if that's for sure. Like, oh, 10,000, you're just going to be, you hit your mark, you're a master of it now. But uh, I definitely get the uh, the gist of saying, you know, to practice that thing a good 10,000 times before you can attain mastery over it. Um and uh, I think we kind of live in a culture today, you know, everything's really shiny, you know, everybody's kind of jumping from one thing to the next thing and they're never really uh, stern and disciplined on that one thing and mastering that one thing. But uh, just like Bruce Lee had said, you know, he doesn't fear the man who's practiced 10,000 different kicks. He, he, he fears the man who's practiced that one kick 10,000 times, you know, because if he hits you with that kick, it could be like a... It could just kill you or something it's crazy. It's devastating, <laughs> man. Right, it's going to be a devastating blow, man. So um, with that, you know, I kind of tie it in and kind of say, like, uh, I kind of look at the things that I'm doing, you know, and a couple of things that I feel like I've gained mastery over or kind of working towards is, like, nutrition. You know, that's one thing that I really did dive into uh, just within the past recent years and kind of dive in and did the knowledge and did the research and uh, I feel like I have a pretty good grip and understanding on nutrition, you know. But even with that, you know, uh, I feel like mastery is something that it never ends. You know, you have to keep growing. You have to keep learning. There's going to be new information, new concepts to understand and uh, more things to add to your repertoire. So, uh, yeah, 10,000 hours, man. 10,000 hours. Got to get it. For sure. Um, I remember re reading uh, Robert Greene's mastery book and he really goes deep about you know, how these people of the past, you know, spent over 10,000 hours mastering their craft, you know, even, you know, like Da Vinci and all these people that are like really well known and everything too. And I look at that in myself and I'm like, okay, so I obviously know as I start something brand new, you know, you have to learn everything, get the basics down, you build a foundation. And as you keep doing it, obviously you evolve and grow in that and you get better and you get, you know, a better gist of why you do certain things and like the reason why everything happens. So as you know, you get closer to this say level of ten thousand, right? Whether it be ten thousand hours devoted to a thing, or you know, even we look at you know Instagram, you get ten thousand followers. Now you get the swipe up feature, right? So the power of like ten thousand is huge in all aspects, you know. And what do you do with that? Um, coming back to like us, you know, and what we're doing, right? I put all this time and effort into studying how to market online, how to make money online and figuring it all out. In the beginning, I got lucky, right? I ran a quick ad and everything worked. So then, you know, I just keep track, keep keeping that up and practicing over and over, figuring out how to make it work better, how to get more conversions and everything and putting that time in. I, I don't think I'm at, say, 
you know, because what, what, 10,000 hours, what, 10, how many years would that be? How many hours are in a year? Somebody look that up for me. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, because it'd be quite some time. Um, I recall I looked it up in the past, but um, I'd say I'm not even there yet as far as mastery goes. I know there's a lot more that I have to learn, and every time that, uh, that I get back in there, it's really amazing to um, study and figure out again how I can be better in my craft. So it's like, what, just over a year? Oh, just over a year. Mm. Yeah, 1.14. Wow. 1.14. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe we are at the quote-unquote level of mastery. I've 1, been doing this for almost yeah, two years, yeah. three years. So about it says 8,760 hours in a year. And, I mean, you got to sleep some of those hours and eat some. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> but if you think, like, you divide your days up into, you know, about two or three. You know, you can do eight hours, right? Eight, eight, and eight. <laughs> you can do eight hours a day. Yeah, you work an you eight-hour job, you get eight hours, six hours at least after work Yeah, to so do something. If, so if you devote those eight hours a day for three years, you've now achieved that level. Right. And your mastery, your whole one year. That's real. Yeah. Eight hours a day? Eight hours a day for three years. Mm. And you're now at your mastery level technically. Supposedly. Know? Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> if you still suck at it, then yeah. <laughs> you might still get the hours in right yeah yeah so you don't look at it as like i mastered it like will was saying man like that's the key thing is realizing that i myself i'm not a master of anything i am myself is still a student i will be a student till the day i leave this earth however um i know i'm formidable to teach what i know because i just i've been doing it for a while but i'm still learning and i still like to learn i love learning and I love to be around people who are better than me because that way they could teach me the things and I'm like, damn. So that's why I watch, you know, some people on, on the internet like, oh shit, let me, let me, let me see what they're doing, whatnot. And uh, you just learn from them and um, you just keep growing in terms of what I do. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. Three years. Yeah, about three years. You know what? I seen a, uh, I asked a guy who's, uh, he's an engineer and uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but uh, I asked him how long has he been doing engineering, and he said uh, he's been doing it. I think he's thirty-five. He's been doing it since two thousand and four, I want to say. So let's just say a good twelve years. It's more than that, but twelve years, and now he's making his money. And then you look at other people. I look at other people on YouTube, and then I listen to their story. How long have you been doing this? Well, I've been doing it since twenty, and then like twenty-nine, thirty. And you're just like, damn, you've been doing this this long. And you see, you start to see, like, man, that's why they're so successful at what they do because they've been putting in so much time. And I think about myself, I have never really truly stuck to something for more than like two or three years. I've always been fit, but I never practiced like what I'm doing now, calisthenics. I've been, I think I'm going almost three years into calisthenics, three and a half years into calisthenics. And now I'm starting to see, like, I've I seen before, but I'm seeing now, like, oh, this is what they were talking about, that level that you get to. Um, and then that's what I would tell anybody. To be successful at anything, man, you just got to put in time and effort. But like Will said, too, in this culture, man, it's hard to remain stable and stick to something. It's always on to the next one. It's like relationships. It's always <laughs> on to the next one. It's wrong with, like, people don't know how to just stick to something and just, just trust it. Like, me and Tyler were talking about that, man, yesterday. Just, like... Uh, I think we talked about uh, just trusting and believing in who you are. 
mm-hmm. and just recognizing that man shit I got something to offer I'm not just some bum off of uh, some taxi cab driver nothing like that man I'm not saying taxi cab drivers are bum I'm just saying like that's a boxing term we call them taxi uh, taxi driver when you fight a taxi driver or something like that but anyways yeah man it's, it, it's really what it is it's well, crazy well also weird it's like if we look at it in a different lens too mm-hmm. if we're practicing constantly not doing things consistently we become a master at not becoming consistent ah <laughs> I just thought about something gems bro gems yeah. the power um, of, of non-action but I'm looking at it I know what you're saying yeah yeah um, it's just it becomes easier to push things off till tomorrow or not take action and do things and it's like all of a sudden the thing that really doesn't take that much time like oh yeah let's just shoot a quick video or make a podcast someone else would be like that takes so long because of all these times i've been procrastinating in the Mm -hmm. past it's so much easier to procrastinate now that you become a master at procrastination (laughs) you know what i I like i'm glad you brought up that word procrastination because i I hate that fucking word so much um do you guys ever heard of a what's my guy's name so he's a he's a hype motivator man i love his energy um he gets hype Ah, black guys, black yeah. Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas, ET. I love ET on his concept of uh, procrastination because he brought up this. It was his episode when he was like, "I don't believe procrastination," and I was like, "Okay, okay, he doesn't." And then he talked about if he gave this lady uh, ten thousand dollars or something like that. He said, "Be at seven o'clock in the morning. Would you be there to get it?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there to get it. That's not procrastination. You're just not prioritizing what you want to do." I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. I, when I think about, it, I was like, "Yeah, that's true." Like, I'm not procrastinating. I'm just that's not my priority. That's why I tell people like it's not my priority. Like, it might be offensive, but I don't care. Like I would say, I don't care. I don't. It, it's, but people shouldn't be mad at you for saying that you don't care because you want to better yourself. You know what I mean? Be selfish in every act in which you do, and I say that because if you can't help if, if you can't help yourself, how can you expect to help others, man? You gotta help yourself to, in order to help others. How can a broken leader lead people when he can't lead himself? So you gotta really focus on yourself. It's, it's important, man. Ten thousand, ten thousand your life. Mm-hmm. And with that too, I mean, heck protecting your boundaries and setting those too mm-hmm. i mean you gotta that's what we were talking about before all these other people around you your environment may you know create you to become that say procrastinator or a person who doesn't prioritize themselves right because your environment doesn't prioritize what they want so then you're like oh yeah that no one else is taking action I, there's no real rush for me to do this right so then you start start stalling and holding yourself back in life realizing that you're not achieving the goals you want for yourself and it's really just a decision a decision to act it is man but it, it i don't know it's, it's hard it's, for a lot of people to make that decision like it's when you think about it man and like you just said the environment mm-hmm. man a lot of times people are held back because they allow their environment to impose the will that you can't do something when you just got to get out that fucking mindset but and then you think about it too, tying it back to mastery. You've been in this environment for over three years. Yep. You've been a master at accepting this environment. So. Master of bullshit. <laughs> That's what you are, a master. You don't, you of don't suck at not getting stuff done. You just you just a master of procrastination. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's what it really is. It, but you suck. <laughs> oh, damn. You, you you suck. Um, 
And I say that not you're just uh, good at the wrong things, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can always change at any point. It's, it, it's going to take some time sometimes, and you got to push. But again, as we're talking about here, everything is flexible in this life. You know, you might have to move your environment. You might have, you might have to change mm-hmm. your habits. You might have to change your mindset. But realistically, whatever you really want, there's a way to do it. And you can do it, man. That's the thing. Like, there was a one point. I suck that that stuff, but it's like you gotta just get your mind off of that and just and just and just really just get your mind out of it. That's the best thing I could tell you. Um, and don't hope for something to come and like vicariously live through you or to help you. Like it has to come from you, and it's okay. It's gonna come from you if you want it bad. It'll, it'll come from. It'll come out of you. Um, but man, I, I just like the whole thing about the, the ten thousand. I really do, because um, when I put thing when I when I look at even millionaires or people, and they've been doing it for so long, it's crazy. <clears throat> and here yeah, I was. Yeah. I'll go for it. Go I was just gonna it. say here I was thinking like, oh, I can reach success in what I do in this amount of time. Like, no, it takes time. It takes time. Definitely mm-hmm. does. Uh, Thinking about mastery in the 10,000 hours, man, somebody who I think of is my mechanic, man. Uh, my mechanic, because he's good at working on cars, you know, that's just his thing. That's just one thing that he focuses on. I take a problem to him, something's off on my truck, I take it to him, he knows exactly what's wrong with it. You know, me, inside or outside looking in, I'm like, shit, I don't know how to fix that shit. <laughs> but that's taking it to him, oh, easy fix. It's going to cost you. And he's a good mechanic, so he doesn't tax me. God bless him. <laughs> uh, but you know if he did I should I probably I couldn't complain much because I can't do it <laughs> I'm not gonna hop on YouTube and watch it for four hours and then try to go out right. there and take the wheel off and now I broke something else nah man just go ahead and take it to a master man you know I think a lot of us we have a problem we have like oh I, I, we want to do things ourselves you know I used to be like that too man but if you're not a master at it if, if it's not your one thing then you'd probably be better off taking somebody else who, that's their one thing. You know, they're really good at it. They can knock it out. Very time efficient. Very effective. Mm-hmm. They're going to get the job done right. And, you know, hey, I, I bless you for that. I give you a little bit of uh, little bit of cash, man, for your uh, for your enterprise, for your business, mm-hmm. for what you do, for what you're good at. That's crazy you say that, too. Like, uh, uh, the fact is, he knows exactly what to do. You think about the things in life when someone asks for our help, mm-hmm. you know, they respect like, hey, I want to know how to do, get this. And then you just see those details that they don't see. Right. And you're like, oh, wow. So when, when you say it, I'm like, yeah, it's true. Like, we, we can see things, like, in our own scope, our own practice with a lot of things we do. We can see things that's like, yeah, that's not, this is what you need to do to uh, take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Kind of ties into the whole turning your talent to income. He is talented right. with the mechanical aspects. He loves working on cars and everything. I assume he loves it. And then he does it enough when he now he's developed such a such a world around it where like you go to him knowing hey he's gonna have the answers for me right and we've all you know become experts in certain things nutrition fitness making money online right and so people then come to us because we see all those things we've mastered those things we figured out all those small details and people are willing to pay you for those services because again money is nothing but energy the energy that you have to develop in like either investing and in figuring it out, learning the new thing or anything like that, or I'm just going to pay someone else for the energy and time they put in, mm-hmm. you know? And that's another thing too, you know, you get people who like, I'll take my car to the mechanic, you know, or something, and then 
I'd be like, man, it only took you 30 minutes. Why am I going to, why am I paying you $300? And the thing is, you know, it took him 30 minutes to do that job, but it really took him 30 years or however long he's been working on cars to master that, to be able to do it that fast and crank out the work. Um, so I, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, you got to have respect for people's mastery, man, what they're good at, what they can, uh, what they can provide to you, uh, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, uh, give them the benefit of the doubt. If they're a master in that craft and they probably know what they're doing, you know, if they dedicate their whole life to that, uh, if that's their main source of income, they probably know what they're doing. So, uh, big respect, big ups to the masters out there, man. And, uh, if you're not a master yet, you still have time, get in there, find something that you enjoy to do and, and just, uh, just become obsessed with it, man, <laughs> and do it every day. <laughs> yeah, obsession. That's another thing. See, uh, C.T. Fletcher speaks about being obsessed with things, and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I know my brother's obsessed with what he's obsessed with, and I respect it. That's what he loves. That's what that's what moves him. That's what gives. That's his food, man. And it's like, yeah, keep using that. Keep having that obsession. Yeah, obsession, man. You know they say obsession is bad, but uh, if you're obsessed about the right thing, you know you don't want to be obsessed about like drugs or drinking or like negative stuff. Be obsessed about good things like fitness or making money or <laughs> helping other people's lives. You know. <laughs> right, right, right. That's, that, that's the thing, man. Yeah. Even like say when you do become obsessed, right? A lot of people they get into a, a rut because they don't see the results that they want, and they get so obsessed in what they're doing. So there's a really quick way that you can like sort of get out of that rut, right? So if you go down a way and you're like, man, I'm obsessed with this, but I'm not getting the results I want, right? You have to examine one of three things: either your mindset, where's your mind at right now? Like, are you seeing that you can do a thing, or are you just obsessed with getting that result? You know, so figure out where your mind's at. Then ask yourself, what's your motivation? right are you like what's your why basically behind all of this work that you're putting in and third would be what is your methods what how are you actually approaching trying to get those results because you might have to change your methods you might have to change what it is that you know you're you're doing to get those results because you might be obsessed about going about it the wrong way you know and then you're never going to get xyz results because you're doing it the wrong way mm-hmm. and that was a gym that you know we had do- dropped on uh, one of our little clubhouse meetings also yesterday but it was from a podcast that i had heard as well mm-hmm. and uh definitely thought that that ties in here with that ten thousand because so many people they'll put ten thousand hours into the wrong methods or into the wrong you know wrong way about doing things and you don't get the results you're looking for because you're doing it wrong you can sometimes you just have to take that step back pause for a second don't put ten thousand hours into the wrong thing and figure out the right way to do it I think a lot of times that falls into uh, the ego because I, uh, I could relate that to my training and, and uh, trying to move too fast because my ego was like, well, no, you can do this. Like, no, you got to really sit back and just be like, okay, I'm at this level. Um, let me go ahead and work this and then gradually build it. It's like my cop way the teacher always says, we, do, we drill the basic moves so that way we get that strong foundation. We get to the advanced moves, you're like, oh, that's nothing more than just that. And you just, it's, it's that simple. So that's why my training now is, it's, it's very simple, especially when I do my skills. It's like, oh, instead of just doing a handstand to a full planche and going fast as, like going fast as hell with the drop, slow it down with your tuck. And then now I'm like, oh, the tuck is so much easier. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, just slowing things down. Letting let your ego, or you be obsessed with the time in which you want to do it. That's why I get on a lot of people, especially my brother, man. Like, don't be so concerned with, I want to do this at this age, man. That's why I, I heard a question today. He said, what do you see yourself in five years? And I used to love those questions, but now I don't like those questions so much anymore. 
um, because it's okay if you don't reach what you want to reach in this moment of time. Enjoy the process, man, of building. That's what I'm enjoying, my process of just doing it. I don't have a time frame in which I acquire a skill now. It's just like, okay, I'll get there when I get there. Mm-hmm. Being flexible with your timeline is super key. Yeah, you know, because it, you ex- once again, expectations. You have those expectations even of people, but most importantly yourself, you don't reach them. That's how a lot of people, I think, fall off, man. Because mm-hmm. they expect things to be done, or they maybe they didn't expect themselves to be at this age, living at home with their parents, or they expect this source, this source of income at this age. It's okay if you don't reach that, man. Like, stop letting people dictate your flow of life, man. Stop and just live your life, man. Don't be afraid to be judged because you're not in a position you want to be in, man. Because nobody else can live the life that you. That's your living. It has to be you. You have to be comfortable with that. So I think that's my biggest liberation is living my life the way I want to live it and then telling others to do the same, man. Like, don't worry about where you're at right now. It's all about where you're going. Right. Especially with that key. It's like a lot of people, like we said, they might try to force a situation to happen. So then yeah. they end up maybe living on credit and stuff they can't afford because they tried to push faster than they were making money. And like now they're hey, borrowing extra cash just to get by every month to then live a lifestyle that they wanted to, that they could have built up towards, mm-hmm. but they didn't put that time in. They just went the quick route and borrowed and now they're in this pit and they got to dig out of it and they're not happy that way. When you know you put that time in, you take those sacrifices, you might, you might have to stay home for a few extra years. You might have to put like some extra time in doing your thing, your own craft on your own timeline, but in the end, it's going to pay out so much more. You'll feel way more happier for it. Way more happier. Like you said, like it's an ineffective method. If you've been doing this for so long, I mean, you're not going to probably get the results because you've been doing it this way. Mm-hmm. you got to really just fall back and just be like, all right, man, what can I do? Basics, basics, basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing, too. You guys kind of hit on like the expectations of others around you you know people tell you like oh you're 30 now you should be married and you should have a successful career oh you should be making God. a lot of money by now you should have been and graduated college and whatnot <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like well that's what they see for maybe that's what they saw for themselves or maybe that's what they wanted when they were that age or maybe that's what they had when they were that age but it doesn't have to be that case for you you know um so i, I think it's just kind of uh kind of separating yourself from the thoughts, the opinions of others, unless they're masters. If they they've attained mastery over something that you want to attain mastery over, okay, you could probably listen to them. But um you know, if they're not, then you probably just want to kind of pace yourself, figure out what it is that uh you enjoy doing and rather than living up to their expectations, live up to your own expectations. Mm. You know, you'd be you'd be happy like that, you know. If uh if you go out there, you know, and like, okay, mom said to do this and you graduate college and you did all this stuff that you didn't really want to do and you know you're married now you got kids you know you might find yourself in a situation where you know like you're like not happy (laughs) and uh you'd probably be much happier if you said like nah i didn't do all that stuff but i chased down what it is that i was obsessed with you know uh and i just get lost in that art whatever it is and while i'm there it's like nothing else matters and you know and there you're excited you're happy you're living life and uh yeah i think that's that's what it is man uh the meaning of life is that it is to be lived man and uh and and to find something uh to master you know what what can you be remembered for you know uh yeah so so yeah that's what i think it's all about is um just adding value man that's another i think will you touched on that man like 
live the life to be lived. And truthfully, now I want to add value not only to my family, man, uh, but to people around me, man. And even though I lost all faith in humanity, I really did. But at the same time, I'm going to do my best and fight my entire life to make those around me, man, the best that they can be. And I just want to see everyone around me make it. And I know we are because it's just like uh, me and Tyler were talking yesterday, man. We talk about this, bro. Sometimes I'd be like deluded at times. I'd be like thinking I'm having this conversation. Then I'd be like, did I have a conversation with him? But I think, I think, <laughs> I'll be too. I'm yeah, you know, I was like, damn, I had a conversation. But I think we were talking about, um, ah, yeah, because we, uh, you know, we had went to uh, the tea shop. And shout out to um, Joanna. Yep, Joanna. Um, Zoe and I and think Katie. Katie. Yep, yep. For just like, well, have that welcoming energy, man. And uh, just being, just willing to listen to us. At least the proposal. You know, a lot of times people just, like, I don't want to listen to you. They give you that energy like, I don't care. But the energy was so welcoming, man. And I love, I love going there anyway. That's my spot. Global Infusion, check it out, man. They got the best tea in Grand Rapids. Probably in the state of Michigan because they just had everything. And their energy is just like, yo. I wish I could go there every day, but I can't afford it. But the thing is, uh, she was willing to work with us, man. And it just like, dang, that's what's up. You know, we're still trying to work out some kinks and whatnot. And whatever direction we go, I just appreciate just the time taking the time to listen. But we were talking about, um, me and Tyler, I think we were in the car. And we were just talking about just people around us making it. And how it's good to have that strong environment and whatnot. And I just think it's important, man, for you to add value, not only to yourself, but to the people around you. So that way we bring the bullshit out of each other. Like when we had the uh, the podcast, me, I had talked to Tyler privately. And I was just like, bro, you know, I'm going to hold you accountable, hold me accountable. And we were yeah, just yeah. like, we, can, we can't just be like, if we want the best, we got to be on each other. We can't just be like, no, nah, I want like, no, nah, hurt my feelings. I'm going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> like, we got to be like that because yeah, it's nothing like... <laughs> Me personally, I don't want like nobody to be like, oh, it's okay. Like, you can squeak. Like, no. Like, everybody hates Chris episode. Uh, he had a teacher, black teacher, and uh, the teacher was like, Chris Chris got like a B or something like a C. He was like, oh, you got a C? And he was online. I need you to get an A. But the white dude got a C. He's like, look, Mr. Such, I got a C. He's like, way to go. But it was like, it was interesting because he was like, it's wrong. He was trying to like, oh yeah, you're cool. You can get a C. That's cool. But he he expected him to be more, Chris to be more. And that's how I hold you guys. Like, we got to be more, yeah. you know, let's just be like, hold each other calm. Just like, yo, be on each other. Because I want all of us to be able to at least be like, when we leave GR or, you know, I'm not saying you guys going to leave, but I'm saying when we make it, we're going to be like, yeah, because we we held us. we held each other. Yeah, we didn't right just lie. We just didn't like. Oh, it's okay. He get okay with that little 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 small detail. It's all no, like no. We need to be on point every single time. Mm-hmm. I heard that. And then also on, on top of that too, I want to add a quote in from Albert Einstein. Uh, Don't be a man of success, but rather a man of value. Man. Right? So many people they're trying to hit those goals that the world has for them. Like we said, you know, get married by a certain age, graduate by a certain age, all these things, right? But again, if you're adding value truly to your environment around you, you're going to be so much more further ahead than the person who's just achieving these goals and doing things, right? Those goals and doing things is fine. Maybe that's what they want to do. But if you're adding value to your environment, your peers and everything, you're lifting your whole team up. That's so much more valuable than just one person. Like, I achieved... 
I got married. I got my degree. I got my job. Like, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I think I had a conversation with my neighbor before about that, or somebody where we were talking about um, when you have value, you'll be taken, you'll be taken care of for a lifetime. Honestly, when you add value versus success, mm-hmm. it's just like you going through the world. You going through the world selfishly. You don't really care about helping others, and that's what I'm. That's what we're about. We, we want to mm-hmm. help others achieve what they want to achieve, exactly. and that's what it's about. Adding value, and if you know. It's nothing like when people comment or they send you a message or they call you or text you like, man, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you like. It makes you feel good, man. It makes, I can speak for me, I know I speak, and I know for you guys, you guys feel the same. Absolutely. It makes you keep going, man. Yeah. Man, it really does. It's just like, I, I'll, sometimes I'll even like, almost get a tear, like, shed a tear. I'm just like, I got to keep going. I can't stop because I know there's people that's counting on me. To make sure I love that duty, that superhero duty that I'm adding value for people. It's so interesting, too. I, like, the way that I, even I got started, right? I was doing Snapchat videos, just recording this motivational stuff for myself, you know, just like, hey, you know, da 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 da. And then some people start swiping up and saying, hey, I really like these videos, keep it up, right? So I'm like, okay. So I started posting on some other social media platforms. And then slowly but surely, like you said, people keep messaging you. And I'm like, I need to keep going. And now it's developing me to become a leader in that aspect. Like I never was the type of person to be the leader, but I became that because of the small actions of the world, like saying, pushing me in this direction. Yeah. So yeah, if you can help other people in whatever way it is, man, uh, that kind of got me going too, you know, just doing things for myself for what was it like fitness goals i think i started running and i post like oh i ran five miles and then uh you know sometimes you don't hear about it some people hit you up like oh yeah you really helped me out sometimes they won't say anything um but i had one profound moment man uh i was sharing all this stuff to my stories i wasn't really thinking about it you know some people hit you up they don't um and one girl i had met her she's like yeah you know your story like it changed my life man like, uh, I go out there, I watch your story, and I see you running and stuff. And at the time, she was overweight and whatnot. And uh, she's like, yeah, watch your story. And I'd be like, you know what? If he's out there doing it, why can't I do it? You know, and then she took it upon herself. She started working out, started getting in shape, and she lost, like, a lot a lot of weight. And uh, I didn't realize it at the time when I was just posting that, whatever it was, like, goofy selfie video, whatever it was, but it really motivated her. So, uh that's just to take the context, you know, and uh, you never really know uh, how much it can be helping other people by putting your story out there and showing other people what you're doing. So uh, don't be afraid to show uh, what progress you're making, what you've been up to, because, uh, you know, it's just that spark, that spark that uh, it's that spark that could change the world. man. I think Tupac said something like that, you know, uh, rather than trying to change the world, you can be that spark that. Uh, ignite someone else to change the world so just a thought and the leader thing about being a leader that's what I love about that too is a lot of leaders don't go through their life trying to be a leader or manage other people a lot of leaders just fall into that that role and it's just like it was just that, that that's, set, that's gonna be a separate podcast we're gonna talk about because uh, mm-hmm. that just gave me a good idea but you just it kind of unfolds before you and you're just like dang I didn't, I didn't want to be like this I had no vision of me being this. I think Elliot Host talks about life as in like cycles. And you kind of like for me now, being 31, I see my life now from when I was 27 when I had that cycle, that's, that cyclic change. Now I'm starting to see like where I'm heading now. Now I'm curious about my next cycle. It's going to happen probably like several more years. But it's crazy how it just kind of unfolds and you realize the impact you're making on people, man. 
And I think the biggest thing that, like, just like just the icing on the cake is when you didn't have help from hardly anyone, or you didn't have support from hardly anyone, and you know what it's like to work your way from the bottomless, like that bottomless pit, man, and just get your get get out of there, claw your shit out of there, and just keep on fucking moving, man. And you can really help those around you, man, that can relate to you, and you can impact their life, man. I use my brother as an example, man. This man worked his ass off from like he was shitty. He was outright shitty in fighting. He was shitty. The guy's an open state champion going to the nationals, Oklahoma, right? This is in a couple more weeks. But the point is, he started from the bottom. Literally, wasn't giving shit. Now he's at the top of his division. And it's just like, you look at that, man, and it's just like, kids, I always tell them, bro, like, make sure, and he already knows, he's going to give back, but, like, give back to the people that were at that level where you were at. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because we don't have the strongest support system. How many people do we know that we, like, when we first started out, like, that really was, like, you got this shit from day one? It's hard to find that, man. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's hard to find that. So it's like, we got to be that beacon of light and hope for the people that's coming. And guide them, and not hit them in the head with pricing. You know that's another thing. That's why I'm like, I don't want to hit you. I don't want like, especially like for me personally. If you're at a certain age, you know, I always say like 18 to 21, and you really want this shit, I'll train you for free. Mm. I got you because I'm like, I know what it's like. Um, but I'm always, I always want to help. You know, help people, man. Get to that point. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. Adding fucking value. Absolutely. It's uh, really powerful right there, too. Um, I like how we were saying cycles and how everything unfolds. And it's weird because, like, as if you even just take a moment to reflect on our lives or anyone's life in, in that matter, like, you can see, like, cycles that you may not have seen before. And you're like, okay, if I re- keep repeating these actions, I'm going to keep getting these types of results. But if I start to change, I'm going to create these new cycles, these new results, and then become, you know, like your brother literally he wasn't, and now he is state champion going to regionals like that's freaking amazing you know exactly like you have to stop you know beating yourself up and then just start to just start your learning your learning curve start learning and you learn to earn and then you can return you can give it back to the people that are all around you so i like that learn to earn and then return that's what it's about though man you have to Mm -hmm. like you should man return the favor man don't just be selfish with the knowledge as much as I like I be going ham on humans I'm always gonna make sure <laughs> the ones that want to learn and get to that level I'm gonna be that I'm gonna be that beacon because I know what it's like to not have that that beacon you just like fuck man and uh it's just adding value mm-hmm word but stick with the 10,000 yeah cause yeah we, we did branch off a little bit but but honestly like it ties into 10,000 man because we're working towards our 10,000 hours of quote-unquote mastery of what we're trying to do. And um, when we get to that point, we'll be like, man, it's making a living. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Pass it on, man. All right. Pass it yep. on. All right. And always being a student of life, too. Always. Oh, we're going to go 10,001, 10,000. Yeah, exactly. Going on always. Going on, man. Always. It never ends. It never ends, man. It never ends, man. It never ends. Being like Goku. Right. Goku never is just like, so it's like, be like, what can uh, I do to get better? It's going to be like Ultra Instinct Super Saiyan 1. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, damn, I got a whole other cycle. Like, I never stop training. Like, I never stop. Uh, that's what I like about certain anime, though, because they never stop. They're like, I got it. It's always level. 
Mm-hmm. And then those egotistical characters are like, all right, mess. I remember a crying example, man. Real quick, because I know we got to cut out soon. Uh, I was working at a job. I was back when I was 23. This guy said he mastered drywall. And he said the most ignorant thing. He's like, I've done drywall sometimes. Nobody can't tell me anything about doing drywall. I'm like, wow, you're ignorant. Because here you are, 40, 50 years old, talking like that. Right. There's really some niggas in India who just... Right, you know what I'm saying? Got so, some different techniques. Exactly. <laughs> just you know what I'm saying? saying. And he, he, he will never <laughs> learn. He will never learn. And it's just because... like, with that mentality, you'll never learn, man. Right. You will never learn. I'm just like, wow. So you with re- that, in order to become a master, to attain master, you always have to honestly be a student. Always. Not a master, a student. I think of Kobe. Kobe Bryant, that's why he was so great. You know, LeBron is too, all of them, but I like Kobe, oops, Kobe because it, Kobe's truly a master. Like, he just, he put every hour, like, into his craft. And then to, like, even Floyd Mayweather, even to be at that level and you still work hard, like, no, people will really slack off. Oh, I did it. I've done it. Like, I, what else do I need to learn? Like, no, I'm still a student. Like, I still learn, so. Right. It makes you think of, uh, I think, David Goggins, he says something like that, uh, you know, people, they're always wanting to get to the top of the mountain so they can just rest. Right, yeah. You, know, and you get to the top of the mountain and then you come back down and then all people are like, oh, you're washed up. What happened to you? You know, you, you fall off. You're tired. You get fat. You just, you stop getting, you stop being good at the thing that you're good at. And he's just kind of like, you got to, you got to get to the top of the mountain and you got to look up and then you're like, oh shit, there's another mountain to climb. Yeah, you have to, man. But you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Mm-hmm. I was looking for the quote that kind of really ties that up. It's like, uh, you can't uh, teach something to someone if they think they already know it. Oh, yeah. Like that. Heck yeah. They got to basically be a student of life again. Like, I know that I've done this this way for so long, but there's definitely a thousand other ways that I can do it. And I'm ready to learn in all of those ways. Right. You know, and figure it out. That's why children, I think, are important because children teach us so many different things that a lot of times parents or adults would miss out because oh you're a child can't teach me anything like yeah show your children can teach you a lot like a whole life you actually just observe the way they are like damn i didn't okay you just start to see things so why am i cussing at these kids right i'm in a bad mood why am i in a bad mood you have to really reflect and realize that yo you can learn from anybody man like it don't matter what age what it doesn't matter man like always the theme of today 10,000 add value and be a student of life man be a student you have to be a student absolutely word uh and then just to tie in with that mastery man i think it was even uh in that book mastery by robert green i highly suggest you guys read that's a great read um i think he was telling a story about like pablo picasso he was in the end of his life and uh he goes into like a coffee shop and he just takes out this little uh, napkin he's doodling on. He makes some type of exquisite art. It's like dope. And the lady's just watching him or something. And then he gets up and throws it away, balls it up, throws it away inside the trash. And the lady, she's like, hey, can I have that? And then he's like, no, you can't have it. He goes and he gets it out of the trash and he opens it up. And she's like, why? It only took you like 30 minutes. It only took you like five minutes to make that. And then he, he, he holds it up to her and he's like, this took me like 30 years to make and then he folds it up he takes it with him so mastery man uh mastery is something to be attained man don't be an asshole like pablo picasso you you probably could have sold it for like a cheap price or something but the 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 story is the principle of the story is man once you become a master at something uh 
it's, it's going to be really easy for you or easier for you because you're so good at it. Other people are going to be like, wow, so blown away from it. Uh, and they, they might not even give you the respect for it. But, you know, uh, you know, you know, the, the process that it took you to create that art, how long you practiced or how long it was that you practiced your art and you know how good you are. Um, so I think that's the moral of the story is uh, never sh short sell your hard work and your success. That's real. That's real. Well, look, guys, man, I think you had, a, and I don't think, I know you we had a in. lot of jewels. We went in. Like, that just dropped. And most importantly, uh, and we say that in the most humbling, humbling tone, um, because this applies to our lifestyle as well. And so, guys, I hope you took something away from that. Man, I hope you guys enjoyed the rest of your day. I know for me. I'm watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Ooh, JoJo's Bizarre okay. Adventure. Started. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So you I'm started a, that? Yeah, I started that. <laughs> days ago. So I'm going to rest because my body is fatigued. Yeah. Like, look, dude, I was, this is the first week in a while that I actually trained so hard. Like, hard. Back to the days I used to be like. So I feel like I'm pretty uh, fatigued. Right. So I'm definitely going to eat some, some good food today. Right. Get that right. rest, man. Definitely get some rest. <laughs> right. I woke up this morning, I'm like, ah. Oh, Oh, nah, I got to train, but I don't want to. We're gonna do it. Training with you on Tuesday, that got me. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I see. Tyler was hurt too, man. Dude, like, yeah, yeah, Tyler, yeah. man, I'm telling you. Okay, when did y'all kick? When did y'all kick your ass? That was that Tuesday. That was Tuesday, and then I had a, I had a, a video with the guy the next morning at, at 8 a.m. or something. Yeah. I slept through every alarm. <laughs> oh, I missed the entire thing because my body was so done. Yeah, was that the day we did like cardio? Or something? We did the the sled. Oh yeah, everything. I kick. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was done. Goodness. It was done. <laughs> Yeah, they were done. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, oh, yeah. they yeah. were done. We, we got that. We, we, I call that like hell day. We gonna have hell day once a week. I want to do it with you guys so bad. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. gotta pick a day. I'm not training with John. Uh, yeah, uh, shout out to John G. By the way, crazy, crazy, crazy good trainer. Harris some stories about him too. He goes pretty hard. He is the best trainer in GR, hands fucking down. Okay, hands okay. down. Word. Nobody can touch John G. Man. He is, he is... He's a master. The master. <laughs> He's the master motivator. He is the truth. Any... Look, man. Go to... Check out John G, man. Okay. We're going to get him on a podcast soon. Yeah, check yeah, out John yeah, G. Yeah. He's incredible, man. Incredible guy. Incredible spirit, man. Everything about him. Light. He's just... I just, his energy is amazing, man. I want my... I want my kid to be like, Uncle John G. And they're like, all right. Work my son out. <laughs> Get him. I'm going to him. It's like, y'all, my shit ain't doing enough. Go to John G. Right. We going. We going to GR for a week. And you got to train with him. You got to train with him, bro. Yeah. Just one I time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's intense, bro. Right. He's intense. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm going to rest up after today, man. I can't. I think I'm going to get some sushi, man. But um, Sounds good. I think I'm going to do that. But yeah. Um. Anything else you guys want to add before I close this up? Uh, I think we had hit it on it, man. Tyler was he was keying in on it. He was saying, man, you know, I was just thinking the fill your cup podcast, fill your cup, but don't have your cup too full all the time because if you got a full cup and then you try to keep filling it, mm. you're gonna spill your tea everywhere. So fill your cup, but also empty your cup so that you can attain new knowledge and keep learning, keep growing. You never want to become stagnant. The, the master, quote-unquote, of anything. You always want to be open to new ideas and be able to learn from people, from kids, from whoever it is, man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a quote at the end of this podcast I'll put in actually to tie into that. So, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, uh, I, I like that. I didn't have anything else to really add. <laughs> okay. Well, look, man. Uh, Hit him with the quote, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. They gonna, I'm going to let the legend speak for us. So you guys listen to it. If you guys listen to us this this far, then we're going to go ahead and close out and listen to that quote that, that's the end of this podcast. So with that, it's your boy Spence Crosby, a.k.a. Faiska. We out, as usual. William Wave Taylor. Fellas. William Taylor, CEO of New Wave Coaching. You can't change the waves, but you can learn to surf. So learn to surf. And Tyler Wellness here making open-minded individuals turn their own talents and skills to income in the Talent to Income Academy. Make yourself a priority. Boom. All right, y'all. Peace. Ashe. Ashe. Ashe.